Welcome to the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a show where you'll hear from inspiring people in and around the deaf community and from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ahmed Khalifa with episode seven of the Hear Me Out CC podcast. And I want to talk about the recent news in the video games industry. It's not something that people thought I'd be talking about, I suppose, when it comes to the deaf culture. But you'd be surprised it does have a big impact. So the recent news is about the new game called Spyro Reignited Trilogy. And for those who don't know, Spyro the Dragon is a, it's a classic. It's a game that I used to play back in the late 90s, early millennium. And uh, anybody who played video games at that time would remember Spyro very well. And it's a game that I remember loved playing and it's just a lot of fun. So... When this new game came out, it's like Reignited. That's why it's in the title, Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I was curious and also excited about it. Until I heard about the main issue. The big thing is that this game does not have subtitles or captions during the cutscenes. So if you imagine when you're playing the game in the actual, you know, when you got the Spyro Dragon, you're playing with him and you're directing him and you're engaging with anything there is caption there they, you know it does come up at the bottom but the actual cutscenes where there is like a movie there doesn't seem to be any kind of subtitles at all and that surprised a lot of people and people were thinking how did that happen why did it happen and of course people then reached out to the game developers which is activision and uh, it seems that this decision was intentional and they decided not to bother with it which i found it really surprising but let me let me get into it in more detail so a lot of people would argue that the original game of spyro the dragon and most video games actually but not all back in the 90s did not have the options of having subtitles but you can imagine a lot has changed since then and voice acting has become kind of a norm actually in video games it's not just animation that we see like toy story and finding nemo where you see voice actors it happened in video games as well so someone reached out to activision and uh, i'll put the link in the show notes so you can read it yourself but there is a quote from activision and toys for bob which is they work alongside each other to make this game happen so let me read out the quote right now When Toys for Bob set out to make an awesome game collection, there were certain decisions that needed to be made throughout the process. The team remained committed to keep the integrity and legacy of Spyro that fans remembered intact. The game was built from the ground up using a new engine for the team and was localized in languages that had not previously been attempted by the studio. While there is no industry standard for subtitles, the studio and Activision care about the fans' experience, especially with respect to accessibility for people with different abilities, and will evaluate going forward. You know what I have to say to that? I call BS. What a load of nonsense. Activision has 
made a conscious and deliberate decision not to include subtitles during those cutscenes of Spyro Reignited. And the way they said it as well is, just because there's no industry standard, they were not required to do it. And that, I think, is a bit bit disgusting, really. I think it's a bit shocking, really, if that is their intention. They can tell me and prove me I'm wrong. That, you know, by all means, get in touch. But I think that's ridiculous. And the fact that it's not NDC standard, you know, there has been some kind of backlash against that and people contradict that. Because according to a video game specialist, uh, accessibility specialist, sorry, his name is Ian Hamilton, he tweeted that it's definitely an industry standard. And I'm going to put the tweet in the show note, you can read about it. But he basically said that the entire industry voluntarily include subtitles. So it is an industry standard. So, just because it's not a legal or search requirement, it doesn't mean that it's not a standard. So, he said that Activision's statement is incorrect. Is this a problem though? Is it the problem that video games are not required by law to have captions on them? Which is ridiculous in my opinion. Is that a problem? Because there are so many guidelines and best practices on how you should do it. But does that mean you shouldn't bother? Because... For me, from the way Activision have released that statement, it seems a bit lazy and somewhat inconsiderate for, of them to say that it's not a standard, so we don't think it needs to be happening. See, more and more games now, video games, have storylines in them, and as I said, voice actors. And that's what, part, that's what makes it enjoyable. Because you are engrossed in the story and you almost feel like you're watching a movie, but you're actually engaging with the movie because you're playing the video game. And it's like a movie at the same time. But with stories, obviously, there are conversations happening within the video game. So that's why you need subtitles. It just makes sense. Everyone can access it and experience the video games like everyone else. I've read questions on places like uh, Quora, for example on whether deaf people play or enjoy video games. First of all, it's a crazy question to make. And second of all, are you kidding me? Of course we love it. I love them. I wish I have more time to play them. And if I can, I would, but I just play when I can. But of course, the deaf and hard of hearing people enjoy playing video games, just like anybody else. But it does depend on whether that game is accessible or not, and whether we can experience it like most gamers as well. Because if you can't access it, if you can't enjoy the stories, if you can't follow along with the stories, what's the point? What, you know, that's not making an enjoyable experience at all. So that's when we don't enjoy playing a video game. And if you think about how video games are not just translated in multiple different languages, you know, and they have captions, you know, get to be able to reach different parts of the world, but if you imagine, you know, it also helps those who are maybe learning in that language. So, for example, if there's subtitles in English, maybe people are learning English in other parts of the world, and that's the only option they have, so they read the subtitles in English. Maybe they have learning disabilities, and just easier for them to follow along reading the captions. I've talked about the benefits of subtitles and captions and transcripts. I'm going to link to that in the show notes. I don't want to go on too much about that. You can read about it, I'll put the link in the show notes and read about it there. But still, even if you do not have any forms of disabilities or accessibility issues, 
a lot of gamers out there intentionally play with subtitles on. And it could be because they just want to keep the volume down, they don't want to distract anyone. Maybe they are playing late at night and don't want to wake up the house. Or maybe they just want to make sure they're hearing everything you know, correctly. Because if you think about it, the cutscenes where they, you know, it's like a movie in a sense during the video games, you can't rewind them. So you can't just pause and rewind, which means that once you watch it, that's it, it's gone. And unless you just start the game over again or that checkpoint over again. So, you know, that's another reason why they want to have subtitles on. And, you know, if you think about it, if you are a commuter and you are traveling and you have these handheld consoles and you're playing games, you want subtitles on. Most people would, you know, will have the courtesy to put the sound off, but they have subtitles on and they can follow along. If they don't, then they will just crank up the volume and that's going to be quite annoying for the rest of us. If you are on a long train journey or bus journey, then you have to put up with the noise and all the voice acting. But if they are subtitles on them, you don't have to worry about that. There are lots of guidelines and best practices that you should follow when it comes to captioning, especially on video games. There, you know, there is a different kind of guideline compared to, for example, TV programs or uh, movies. It's quite different. And there is a website out there that tells you how to do it properly. And there is gameaccessibilityguidelines.com. And it's created collaboratively by a number of people. But the simple thing is that, you know, have it during the cutscenes. It kind of makes sense. Because when people say to me, and I've had this before, when people say to me, you should try to lip read them, then that's just a ridiculous statement to make. Because frankly, it's not possible to lip read a dragon. Think about that. Now, I know video games have improved a lot recently in terms of making the lips movement more realistic, but still, it's a video game and it's a dragon. So it's not always going to be possible. So check out that link as well about more information about how to make video games accessible, just for your own curiosity as well. That might be something that you want to do. But at the end of the day, video games is one of the most inclusive thing on a planet it's just amazing it's like it's not just a work of art and it's not something that people think it's just a geeky thing but it's it's a special experience for everyone and it allows everyone to you know kind of be together and experience the same joy like everyone else but again they have to make sure that it's allowed to be accessible and allow everyone to enjoy it like each other so when you see a big name in the industry like activision directly neglecting and ignoring issues like subtitles and pretty much dismissing them just because there's no industry standard. From my point of view, and again, without knowing the full story behind the scene, it sounds like a decision that is pretty lame and a pathetic excuse. And the best that they could do is release some kind of PR statement to justify it. What they really mean by that is the fact that there's no legal standard, it means that it just don't bother with it. It's not, it doesn't matter. It's not legal. We don't have to do by law. Let's not bother. So at the time of recording this podcast, even there had been lots of backlash, Activision has no plan to add captions for the game, the online version of the game, and anything else. Because as I have said in their quote, they said, we will evaluate going forward. Which is funny that, because they didn't have subtitles to last year's release of Crash Bandicoot 
in theme trilogy. Did they evaluate that? You know what? Shame on you, Activision. It's such a shame that you had to do that because you are going to miss out as well. Not just us, but you're going to miss out on a huge market as well. For example, in the UK, the population of people who have some kind of hidden loss is about 17%. In the US, it's about 20%. So you get the benefit out of it, you know, for Activision. You get the benefit. You miss not on a huge market. But at the same time, it just shows your intention is not there. It's just too much effort. So you're missing out on all these people and that includes myself because it's quite obvious that I will not be buying that game because what's the point? I can't enjoy the experience of playing that game. But like I said, it's not just those who require it for you know, accessibility issues or disability. Even other gamers play with subtitles on too. So again, if you want to know more about video game accessibility, just visit gameaccessibilityguidelines.com. I'll put the link in the show notes and it will provide you with all the best practices. Maybe we should send that link to the team at Activision because it's not a nice to have, you know, game subtitles. It should be a must. So let's hope that Activision can take the current uproar and backlash in a positive way by creating a new standard for themselves in the future when they release the next games for the next how many years and decades and onwards. Let's see what happens. But let me know what you think as well. Am I overacting? Am I, you know, is this really necessary to talk about this? Should we ignore the issue? Or is it justifiable to talk about it? Even if you're, if you have a hearing problem or not, if you're deaf or not, what are your thoughts about that? Because I'm curious, you know, from different perspectives. So you can reach me on Twitter or you can reply to the comment within the show notes itself. Let me know what you think. And uh, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and also leave a review on iTunes if you enjoyed it. I'd really, really appreciate it. In the meantime, I will speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out CC podcast, courtesy of hearmeoutcc.com.